Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series, and we're on the letter N. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. I started this podcast because I generally want to create an online community that supports parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who sometimes struggle with their mental health. I'm a happily married father of three, and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. The first N of successful parenting is the word no. And any parents out there who have toddlers are probably very familiar with the word no. It's probably the word they hear more than any other. No is an incredibly powerful word, and I think it's important not to be afraid to use it. And that's not just as a parent. And that's when you're confronted with anything you don't want to do. Having the power to say no is a basically way of setting your boundaries. And that's boundaries with your partner or your work colleagues or your friends. And like anything, the more you say it, the easier you'll find it. We're all confronted with those times when someone asks you to do something and you want to say no, but you also don't want to upset anyone. You don't want to let anyone down. You don't want to be seen as unhelpful or unloving or unsupportive. But the problem is if you never say no to anything, then you have no boundaries. And it's really important to establish boundaries. If your needs aren't being met, then it's very difficult to meet anyone else's. If out of fear of upsetting anyone or being seen as unsupportive or unfriendly or a bad parent or a bad husband or a bad friend, you only ever say yes, you're just going to exhaust yourself and end up resenting everyone. It's okay to say no. When the guys at work are going for a beer and they want you to come with them, but you're going to jujitsu and you've arranged to do that, it's okay to say no and it's okay to stick to your guns. No means no. When you explain to your child that this is their biscuit, they're not having another biscuit after this, this is the biscuit, and they ask for another one even when they said they wouldn't, it's okay to say no establish some boundaries children need boundaries they make them feel safe an adult or a parent with no boundaries is a scary thing if your parent is a total walkover then you probably live in a state of fear and anxiety a lot of the time i grew up in a house where my parents were both firm but fair no meant no and actually in difficult times it's my parents opinions that i've listened to because they're consistent and i knew they were strong enough to say their opinion and stand by their opinion the difficult thing as a parent is actually you're not there to be their friend. You're there to support them as best you can and prepare them for the world. And a lot of the time that's going to involve you saying no to things they want to do. Can I walk to school on my own? No, you're too young. Can I eat 14 Kit Kats? No, you'll be sick. Can I try some of that wine stuff you and mum love so much? No, it's illegal. It's okay to say no. The thing that I always try and do, and sometimes I get it wrong, is when I say no, I give them a reason why. As opposed to saying, no, you can't have it. Say, no, you can't have it because of this. Quite often, if you explain to them, it makes no difference and they're still cross with you. But at least they understand. And the explanation is that I'm saying no because this isn't good for you. And whether you like it or not, I'm the adult. So even if you're 10 going on 30 and you think you know best, I'm afraid you don't. I've been on this planet 30 years longer than you and that life experience means that I get to be in charge. Children need boundaries. They need you to be in charge. They need you to sometimes be the bad guy. By that, I mean the person who's actually the good guy. And this is the same in a marriage. Quite often, if your partner asks you something, they know the answer to it already. They're just testing you. They're testing to see how strong you are. I don't think it's healthy for men to be scared of their wives and always say yes. Don't be afraid to sometimes have a bit of a fallout 
Don't be afraid of the disagreements. I think healthy disagreements in a relationship are a good thing. It creates the charge. It helps to create the spark. And you need spark in a relationship. And sometimes people are out of order. Sometimes people are wrong and they don't know it. Sometimes they need protecting from themselves. I respect my wife more and find her more attractive because she stands up for me. And when I'm being an idiot, she tells me I'm being an idiot. When I ask her opinion on something, she says, no, that's a terrible idea. I actually admire her for standing up to me and telling me how it is. It shows she's invested in the relationship. It shows she's invested in me. And I do the same. Do you think we need a new sofa? No. Do you think we can afford this? No. Can we afford to get this for the kids? No. But again, give a reason why. Just saying no to someone, be that your partner or your child, is frustrating. Yes, you're in charge, but you're not their ruler. That's negotiating. Obviously, if your child's hungry, you don't want them to go to bed hungry. But you also don't want them to get their own way. And you're actually not helping them by letting them get their own way or just giving them what they want. If you've spent some time cooking them a meal and they refuse to eat it because for whatever reason at that moment they didn't like the look of it, well, that's fine. But just explain to them that if you want anything else later, it'll be fruit or cereal and that's it. And you're not saying, no, you can't have any food because I don't want you to go to bed hungry. Maybe have a glass of water and then if you're still hungry, have some fruit or some cereal. But you're not just going to pig out on crisps and biscuits. And also in your marriage, if your partner wants something from the house but you don't really think you can afford it quite at the moment, don't just say no. Why don't we sit down, have a look at our accounts and think of a way we can maybe save the money we need to get that in the next couple of months. Always be prepared to meet someone halfway. But they've got to do half the work first, especially if it was their idea and it's their project. I'll always do my best to help anyone if I have the time, resources and energy to do so. But they've got to do the hard work first. They've got to meet me at least halfway. You have to work quite hard, not just as a parent, just as a human being, to protect your own time and energy. And the danger is, if you're a positive, hard-working person, you're probably at the top of lots of people's mental lists of, I know someone who can help me with that. He never says no. It's okay to go, nah, sorry, I can't help you tonight. I need a night in. Or no, sorry, I can't help you tonight. I'm going to jujitsu. Or sorry, no, I can't do that tonight. I haven't seen my wife all week and I want to hang out with her. It might feel a bit unnatural to say no, if you're probably a lovely person and just used to saying yes. If you're not someone that's used to saying no, and this definitely applied to me, to begin with, it might feel quite strange. But start off with small stuff. And when you say no, you don't actually have to give anyone a reason why. But it's always a good idea to probably have a reason why. And this brings me on to the third end of successful parenting, and that's nurture. Saying no to someone who asks you to do something you don't do is an act of self-love. And that's really important. And you need to nurture that. You need to protect that. You need to protect yourself. You won't be any use to anyone if you are absolutely exhausted mentally and physically. You'll be tired, you'll be grumpy, you'll be exasperated and resentful. And if you see that your partner is someone who's always being asked to do things, and if for whatever reason she looks uncomfortable at saying no, even though you know she's saying no, stand up for her. There have been several times when I know my daughter hasn't wanted to go to the park when someone's asked her to, but she's so polite and loving, she doesn't want to upset anyone. If you see that happening, if you can tell your children are uncomfortable, then you step in and you make up a reason why they can't do something. Not only are you rescuing them from a situation they don't want to do, you're also showing them it's okay. I don't want to do that. Why don't you want to do that? Because I don't. I don't need to give you a reason. I don't want to do it. That's okay. And by pushing me, you're being a bit rude, and I don't like it. And this brings me on to the fourth N of successful parenting, and that's never. There are, of course, some things you should never do as a human being or a parent. But I think never is a dangerous word because it is so black and white. And it's quite a judgmental word. 
Quite often the things people do and say are completely circumstantial. It's important to know the context of why someone's done something before you judge whether or not they should have never have done that. I think the success of a happy life is to have flexibility. And the word never has no flexibility in it. It's okay to bend before you break. If I say to myself things like, I never miss a week without going to a jiu-jitsu class. Well, that's fine until you get ill or injured. For example, if you're ill and you've got a horrible cold, then people at jiu-jitsu aren't going to want me snotting and sneezing all over them. Sometimes you've got to judge each situation on its own merits. If you're just saying, well, no, we never do that because it's a Wednesday, you've got to think, well, why are we doing that? There are going to be lots of situations in life when you need to bend your rules. Not doing things because you said you never would is dangerous because your situations are going to change in life. Even if it's something you don't actually say vocally, when you see that mother disciplining her child loudly in front of the school gates because he's being an absolute nightmare, don't even let your mind go, I'd never be doing that. You don't know the situation and you don't know the context. She might be shouting at him because he was doing or about to do something quite dangerous. It's important to know the context. So just to clarify, the four ends of successful parenting, end number one, no. It's okay to say no if you don't want to do something and you don't need to give anyone a reason. The second end is negotiation. In any relationship, be that a relationship with your partner or your children or your friends or your work colleagues, it's always important to try and negotiate to find an outcome that suits everyone. And the third end, nurture. You need to nurture yourself. You need to look after yourself. The better your physical and mental health is, because you've nurtured it and looked after yourself, the better parent, husband, friend, work colleague you will be. This is also great behaviour to model to your children. It's important that they look after themselves and put themselves first. And the fourth end of successful parenting, never. Yes, there will be things that you should never do as a parent or a human being, but quite often it's important to be flexible. And saying the word never, that you never do this or you never do that, potentially setting yourself up for a fall. If you have a toddler, there will be a word that you'll hear more than any other This deadly syllable is top of their list When they want to watch you suffer They like to say no They like to say no Can you put your shoes on or wipe your own bum They like to say no I really hope you got something from this podcast. And as I said, I'm trying to create an online community that really supports parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself, who sometimes struggle with their mental health. If you like what I'm trying to do, please follow this podcast. Or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I'd really like to get to know the people that watch or listen to my podcasts. So if you feel inspired to do so, why not say hello in the comments? That Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.